0: The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender at ID 255368 and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage.
1: Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: And a very pleasant Sunday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Accunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segrist, along with Accunet Mortgage and Accurate Realty Advisors, owner Brian Wickert, and Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickert. Now, if you have a question or a, call, uh, or a comment, simply give us a call to our uh, Accunet Mortgage talk and text line. The number is 414 799 1620. Good morning, guys. How you doing?
0: Oh, doing just fine and dandy. I was up in the beautiful Oconto County visiting some relatives uh, yesterday, and David has an uncle named David, David Wickard. And so he was David teasing. Bond. He was teasing, though, because we have some promos now for the show running during the week that yes. mention both my name and your name. Oh, David. man. And he said, oh, my goodness, Move people are going to think on. it's uh, Dr. Dave the Barber from Green Bay uncle Dave. who's on the radio show. So. All right, well, we're going to start out talking about July home sale numbers in southeastern Wisconsin. Here it is, August 5th. Yeah. And so everybody should have their numbers input into the uh, MLS system. Maybe they went to
3: service. State Fair and they haven't gotten their info in but yet. there's
0: actually a uh, self-imposed regulation okay. when you're a member that you're supposed to get it in within like 48 hours or something like that at the closing. Well, anyway, the, these might get a little bit better, but I think they're pretty good. And, uh, all right, so uh, David knows the answer. Uh, Mark, do you think that home sales this July were better, the same, or worse than last July when you measure the number of home sales? We're okay. talking single-family detached home sales.
2: I'm thinking, I'm thinking. The economy is, is I would say better.
0: Okay. You're, you're not that far off. I'm calling it the same. And you remember the context for this is that in June... Uh, Home sales were down 10.5% in the Milwaukee metropolitan area, which includes Milwaukee County, Waukesha, Ozaukee, Racine, and Washington counties. And I was just looking at the numbers for other counties uh, in the state. This is now for June. Yeah, this is for June. Uh, Brown County up there in Green Bay only off 5.2%. So they did a lot better than Milwaukee. But keep in mind, that represents only 378 home sales Whereas in Milwaukee, we had like eh, 2,300 or something like that in the Milwaukee metropolitan area. Uh, If you look at Dane County, Dane County in Madison was off 13.5%. And this all has to do with the supply. So let's dig a little bit deeper on uh, July here. The median sales price in uh, July was $239,000. Not the average. Not the average, the median. Half the home sold for more than half of the home sold for less. That is down slightly from June when it was $241,500. So wait, did property values drop, David? No. No, just the kind of mix of the homes. Yeah. Um, The uh, number is up 6.7%. That's the median sales price from a year ago. But again, that can be influenced by the size of the home, the number of bedrooms and bathrooms. So don't everybody rush out and think that your um, house went up 6.7% in value. I'd say more like four or five in general. Another important nugget of information is that new listings uh, that came on the market in July, uh, that was 2,185 over and against the number that sold of 1,818. So we are plus 367 listings. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's good news for home buyers. I guess we're more often than not because we're giving mortgages to the buyers. You know, are we're more aligned with the buyers. So hey, good news for home buyers. Correct. Um, condo sales in July were down four percent, which is only 16 closed sales. Okay. So every four, you know, if we get another four sales, we will only be down three percent. Total of 377 condos changed hands in the five county area. The median sales price for condos. $170,000, which is four grand or 2.4% higher than the median sales price of a condo in July of 2017. Uh, and good news, though, on the supply front, 413 condos were listed. So that's more than what's sold, but mm, almost 10% fewer than what were listed last year.
3: So I think, I think in general, uh things are still pretty tight. So this is a this is no more bad news, but not necessarily good news. It's just not bad. It's I'm I'm gonna say it's good news. We're still
0: growing the number of listings, you know, compared to sales.
3: Yeah. I I prefer ooh, to say ooh, yes, question David, yeah. This does not include for sale by owner, does it?
0: That is correct. Okay. So the mystery here is has there been a shift a wave? From listings. So remember, the numbers I'm quoting right now are from the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors, Multiple Listing Service, of which I'm a member, and uh, through Accurate Realty Advisors. Yeah. So yeah, if if there's been a shift in this hot market towards sure, if you just stick a sign in your yard yourself and you're not in this in hmm. these in this data. All right. So what about the uh, speed at which homes are selling? We've got a new leader. Remember, I look at the uh, number of home sales where they have 10 or more sales during the month, and then we look at how many days does it take to uh, get an accepted offer Mm -hmm. from the day you put the property on the MLS to the day you get the accepted offer. Why don't we do a little cliffhanger here, and we will give you the top 10 along with the real available uh, number of homes for sale or months supply, I did a little math on that on some of the bigger selling markets,
1: when we come back.
2: Okay, guys, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ.
1: Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: 84 degrees under sunshine. Brian and David, great day to get out there and check out some of those properties, huh?
0: Absolutely. And you know, there are more properties listed now than there were, you know, two weeks ago. So and fewer sales a little bit, you know, we June is the peak sales month in Wisconsin and in the Milwaukee metro area. Right. So the competition is a little bit less right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So which which municipalities that had at least 10 sales or more in July are selling the fastest? Well, tied for 10th place. Selling in just 23 days from so three weeks and and two days from the day they put the going under contract going under contract okay. they got the I should say that yes getting an accepted offer, are Cuttahay, Menominee Falls, and New Berlin, um, and then in ninth place you've got uh, Genesee selling in 22 days. Jackson is the eighth fastest selling municipality in July at 21. Wawatosa, which is a high volume, 92 closed sales in July. And I know you never believe this number, but on average, David, it took 19 days. So less than three weeks to get that accepted offer.
3: Does this, do those days count the, what are they calling it now? The um, preview de- delayed listing? Delayed, I do not know. Okay. But that I'm going to say yes. I'm just yes. saying if you, if you list it on Wednesday. And then you don't let anybody through the house until Sunday to write an offer by Tuesday, you're accepted. It was like, well, shoot, that's six yeah, extra days. I'll find out. Okay. I'll find out. And let's just assume that it does okay. include that. So
0: they are tied in seventh place along with Greenfield at 19 days, Caledonia in sixth place at 18 days to getting the accepted offer. Whitefish Bay 17 days, Oak Creek and Franklin tied in third place uh, at 16 days each. So getting real close to just two weeks, but wait, St. Francis, with 14 sales, average number of days to get an accepted offer, eight. And they are bested only by Greendale, Mm. uh, where it only took seven days to get an accepted offer, on average, uh, for the 17 sales that closed. Okay, but that's not all. But wait, there's more. Let's look at a couple of other high-volume areas. Racine had 72 home sales in July, and it took 29 days to get the accepted offer. City of Milwaukee is the biggest, 364 home sales, 39 days, so that's about 1.3 months. City of Waukesha, 113 days. I'm sorry, 113 sales, only 40 days on average to sell. West Dallas, 87 uh, closed transactions in july with again the same 40 days to sell it go ahead Dave. is just to make sure these are average days
3: average continuous days on market it's called I, yeah okay I would just be curious what the median is if you lopped off, well, if, you, if you lopped off the, I mean, that's, it's wonky, I know, but it's if you lopped off the real quick ones and the real slow ones. But
0: see, we got some big numbers here, 364, 113, 87. I know. Brookfield was the surprise, and I didn't have time to dig into this, 67 home sales, but an average of 66 days. Uh, continuous days on market is at 2.2 months. So that's kind of weird. Your theory was that that's because the homes are priced
3: higher. There, yeah, there are some. In that particular well, market. Well, we've, we've talked about the inventory of homes if you're above a half million bucks is plenty. Plenty. Now, let's
0: depending on the market you're in. Okay, so now quickly, let's look at some of those bigger and faster selling markets relative to the number of homes that sold last month and the number of listings currently available. I just did this this morning, that do not have offers. In Brookfield, uh, there is a 43-day supply. Remember, anything under three months is considered a seller's market. So we're well under that 43-day supply. In Greendale, only a 23-day supply of homes. City of Milwaukee, 59-day supply, still a seller's market, Mm -hmm. right? That's less than two months. Waukesha, only 29 days. Wauwatosa, 23 days. Which means if every if the pace kept up, you'd burn through all those listings in... In 20, less than a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in West Dallas, it's 28 days. All right, so what's the bottom line here, folks? It's still a seller's market. You still are likely facing competition when you're out there as a buyer, especially if you are in the affordable price ranges, more affordable, let's say from 150 to 400 maybe. You've got to be the best version of yourself, and that's, of course, what we do all the time with our Roxell Guaranteed Pre-Approval that uh, everybody knows. Just get started with one of those uh, by clicking on the blue button at Acunet.com. When we come back from this break, we are going to talk about a Chicago homebuyer that I spoke to uh, yesterday and uh, several things about him, but in particular his experience with the nation's largest home lender whom he also talked to, you know, the guys whose name rhymes with Schmicken we'll talk about that when we come back.
2: And you are listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage
1: and Realty show with Brian Wacker on WTMJ.
2: And uh, Brian and David, you were about to tell us an interesting story involving a Chicago home buyer.
0: Yeah, about uh, 11% of our Acunet's business is in the Chicago area, most of it's southeastern Wisconsin, a large portion of it. But uh, we've been lending in Chicago since we were born, basically, back in 1999. We did celebrate our 19th birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you. This past uh, week, a little bit on, more on that in the second half of the show is, what was it like in 1999? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, what were the market conditions? It was surprising because we recapped that during our birthday lunch for our team members. Uh, at any rate, why did I end up talking to this particular Chicago buyer? Well, he left me a message. Because your direct
3: phone number's on the website? That's
0: right, because if you want to talk to the president and majority owner of the company, the chief honesty officer, well, my direct dial phone is right on the home page. And so he called because he really, really, really wanted to close by August 31st. And we just took his application, like, on the 2nd when he got his um, accepted offer. Okay. And and so I called him and I said, Hey, that's cool. We can do that. No problem. You know, if you get your stuff in, and you're already well on his way to doing that. Okay. Did not start out on a rock solid pre approval with us because he was going to go with his Realtor recommended lender. But then because he has a radio on his desk, he told me at work, and listens to the news station in Chicago, WBBM, all the time while he's at work. He hears our ads on WBBM. He thought, you know, what? I'm going to give that guy a call. Or he called. He clicked on the blue button. And sure enough, we were smoking the realtor-referred lender in terms of rate, closing costs, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so he said, geez, I'm really sorry. But apparently, in the meantime, he had also talked to the nation's largest mortgage lender, uh, you know, the one whose name rhymes with Schmicken. And what he told me without any unsolicited, I didn't say anything derogatory about those guys. He said, I couldn't believe it, Brian. They were so aggressive. I couldn't stand it. He said, in complete contrast to your loan consultant, you know, Brad Kramer, who gave me everything in writing via email right away. And it was very clear what you were offering. This guy was badgering me uh, and trying to get me to pay a $500 lock-in fee right away up front, which David and I are now looking at each other and I'm going like, what? That's illegal unless maybe he had already shown him a loan estimate. See, in order to take somebody's money mark in mortgage lending, they have to have received a official loan estimate and also indicated their official intent to proceed with that lender before you can take any money. But he was like, I couldn't believe how high pressure these guys were and trying to. And we know that typically their closing costs are. Two to four thousand dollars higher for the same rate as ours, so so the other interesting thing about this conversation though was his contract was set up to close on September seventh, and I said so why do you want to make sure you close by the end of August? And he said because I don't want to pay that interest that eight hundred and thirty-two dollars of interest at closing on September seventh, and I said okay, well you just kind of realize that by closing on the 31st, you're actually, and did the math calculation, you're actually going to pay an additional $535 of interest because you're borrowing the money sooner. This uh, phenomenon where you're paying interest at the closing table is only because you're closing in the middle of the month Mm -hmm. and mortgage lenders, even though it's 2018, we cannot figure out how to collect a partial first month's payment that would, otherwise be due in this example on October 1st Mm -hmm. and so we have you pay the schnibble of interest or whatever the number of days are from the date of closing through the end of that month and then if he had stuck with the September 7th closing his first payment wouldn't be until November Mm -hmm. so I pointed all this out to him in an email and said you know so really by closing early on the 31st you're actually paying $535 more in interest he's like that's okay then I get the Labor Day weekend to move in which is fine Turns out it was an emotional decision anyway. No, yeah, the guy's an engineer, so he's kind of numbers oriented. Okay. You learn a lot. I only talked to him for like four minutes.
3: You but know his whole life story?
0: Not this whole life story, but it's just kind of interesting, you know, okay. you know, learning about his particular situation. <clears throat> so the bottom line is we're going to close early. Mm-hmm. Um, the other peculiar thing, though, was that he hadn't filed his income taxes. Uh, what? Yeah. He just filed his income taxes kind of late, but he educated me and I, I, I didn't uh, confirm this with cousin Paul when I saw him yesterday at the family get together, but he said he there's no penalty because the government owed him money. And so there was no mm-hmm. penalty when he filed, but okay. anyway, so we were able to handle that situation too. And we're delighted to add another Chicago area customer to our role of Happy homebuyers this year. All right, when we come back after the news, um, we're going to do a little rate roundup. But we're also going to talk about the jobs report that came out on Friday. And we'll do that when we come back.
1: Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ.
2: Okay, you know, the Wisconsin State Fair is here, and WTMJ is your home for all things food, livestock, and music. Today's live broadcast for the State Fairgrounds on the biggest stick in the state, sponsored by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. Brian and David, I guess we're going to catch up on some uh, some rates, is that correct?
0: Yeah, some interest rates and the unemployment rate. Let's uh, tackle the unemployment rate first. By the way, I am going to be going to the State Fair today with Rebecca, your mother, to see the heavyweight horse pulling contest where they Pull a wagon. You know, it's, like, it's like weightlifting for horses, something that we got into. Very like. northwest Wisconsin of us. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. love so watching events
2: fun. at the Coliseum there. That is just a, oh. it's just a great place. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you
0: can also catch the uh, mule and donkey competition in between the midweight and heavyweight horse pulling Are you on the payroll reception. at State uh, Fair or something? On. I just looked at the schedule yesterday. You know what else is All right, fun so in the Coliseum? What? Uh, no, every
2: once fine. in a while, they bring the uh, the trained dogs that catch the frisbees, and that is oh. a great show.
0: Huh? Yeah, I have not seen that. There you go. That's worth that. That's entertainment. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so the jobs report. We, why do we care about the jobs report? It's because uh, it impacts interest rates. <laughs> yeah, because you know the number of people working. First of all. Uh, is good for the mortgage business and real estate because if people have jobs, guess what? They want to buy homes. Yeah. And uh, that, but then it also can affect interest rates in that if more people are getting jobs and that pushes wages higher, that's a component of inflation and inflation is the enemy of interest rates. So it's kind of a double edged sword. Well the unemployment rate was back down to 3.9%. That's compared to 4.3% a year ago and 157,000 people got jobs or jobs were created in They July. also
3: revised numbers up for previous months as
0: well. like way up. Yeah. So I think one thing to remember if you want to be smart in your cocktail conversation uh, this next week, the unemployment rate that 3.9% part is calculated using a telephone survey of 60,000 Americans hmm. and the key questions are hey do you have a job? If you don't have a job, if you looked for a job in the last four weeks, Mm -hmm. if you haven't looked for a job in the last four weeks, you are not part of the unemployment ratio calculation. Okay. You're called a something attached discouraged, worker. discouraged worker. Yeah. Um, Are you working part time or would you rather work full time? And then they also collect race, age, education and gender information. So the unemployment rate takes the number of people who do not have jobs and also the people who have. also look for a job you got to have that criteria to be in the unemployed and you divide that in other words the job seekers Uh uh, by the civilian non-institutionalized population so here's your little obscure fact
3: correction
0: that I up until this morning I thought that the civilian non-institutional population included Americans age 16 to 65 who were either not in prison or not serving in the military. Mm-hmm. Turns out there is no age cap. It's 16 to whatever the oldest American Grandma? is living, 120. Right. But it does exclude people who are in a quote old age home. And so so for sure, that means that my aunt Audrey, who's 92 years old and still living in her house, she's still part of the.
3: Go get a job, Audrey. The, the
0: civilian uh non-institutional population. Now my mother who's 88 and who lives at Tudor Oaks in Muskego, which is a retirement community, but she lives in an independent apartment, I'm not sure whether she's in the civilian institutional population or not. Well, be that as it may, uh, I always figure that we should be reporting on the number of people who are working, yeah. not the number who aren't, and so uh, that number of people who are working is 156 million Americans are working and getting a job. There are 6.3 million Americans that are actively looking for work. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, the number who are working the 156 million part, that is 2.4 million more Americans working right now in July than a year ago. Cool. To which I say, hooray. Welcome to the tax paying workforce. That is awesome. The average work week In July, according to the phone survey, was 34.5 hours. Interesting. If you were in manufacturing, it was higher, 40.5, with three hours of overtime. But the overall average work week was 34.5 hours, which is six minutes longer than it was in June. Hmm. And the average non-farm payroll. So don't forget, when we're talking about these numbers, folks, we're not talking about farmers. They're out. The average wage is $27.05 an hour, which means the average American worker is earning $48,500 annually. So if your gross income is over 48500 you are officially above average. There you go. Um, when we come back from this next break, let's take a look at how that positive jobs report impacted rates or not. We'll cover that when we come back.
2: And this is the Acuna Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home-buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the
1: AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: Summerfest saw an 8% decline in attendance this year compared to last, so was it still considered a success? WTMJ's Gene Miller sits down with Summerfest CEO Don Smiley. The answer to that question and so much more coming up at 11 o'clock right here on WTMJ conversations. Now here's a couple of guys with all the answers when it comes to mortgage lending and real estate. Brian and David.
0: All right, David, what's going on now? So we just talking about another good jobs report, more jobs created, unemployment
3: rate down to 3.9%. How did that impact mortgage rates on Friday? Yeah, you bet. So the 10-year treasury ended Friday at uh, 2.947. So that Rates, rates got better because they had gotten worse earlier in the week.
0: Okay, and we care about that because it's a competing investment yeah. to bundles of mortgages. You right. Bet. If you're the state teacher's pension fund of Oslo, and Norway, you could either buy United States government securities or or yielding two point nine five, or you could buy a bundle of American thirty year fixed rate mortgages.
3: Yeah. So at the close of business, Acunet could offer on a two hundred thousand dollar loan with twenty five percent equity and all the other right stuff, which includes no second mortgage, escrowing for your taxes, seven forty credit, four point six two five percent. APR's four point six six with just the regular loan costs of regular 11,
0: low loan costs yep,
3: Acunet, of, of eleven $1, hundred dollars. Okay. Uh if that you, includes does that include the appraisal? It does. Oh yeah. All of that. If you preferred the zero loan cost uh, option, it's just an eighth difference. Four point oh. seven five percent. The APR is the same. Four point eight
0: seven five. Because then we're picking up the tab on the eleven $1, hundred and eighty eight dollars or whatever yeah. it is. What is the difference in payment on said loan? Dave, the
3: difference in the payment is a mere oh, wait for it, uh, fifteen
0: bucks. Fifteen bucks. So if you take eleven hundred and eighty, is it eleven eighty eight or eleven hundred on the non- dollar? Eleven hundred on the note. Six and a half years. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So it takes you six and a half years of lower monthly payments to make up for the closing costs if you choose to pay them. And, and it's just and, math.
3: It's like whatever you prefer. And every loan consultant at Acunet will, as you're looking at their screen via the go-to meeting mm-hmm. and, and and observing, man, how old is my kid? I got a two-year-old and in six and a half years, I'm finally going to be making back that yeah, 15 bucks yeah. a month.
0: But if you want to do it it's fine we Uh, have people that pay points too to get the lower Um, interest rate so it's whatever your perspective is our job is to give you choices and point out the facts then you get to decide what's best for you it's true all right what about a 15 year Uh, for those people who are nobody uses a 15 year to buy a home so this is for refinancers do you want the 3.99 yeah give me the trophy uh, the trophy 3.99 rate
3: would be an apr of 4.17 that three point nine nine, It would cost you 2800 bucks to get it, though.
0: So what is that in
3: points? That is uh, four-fifths of, of points. Oh, that's not so bad. No, not bad at all.
0: Okay, and if you're in the market to pay off your loan that fast, it's
3: probably worth it. Right. So... Okay, and anything else to report there? Arms still not really a good deal. Not worth it. I was just looking, the Fed, so uh, the uh, GDP was 4.1% earlier this week. This so is the, the... Economy is
0: cooking. It, the amount of goods and services produced by our economy in the three months ending
3: June 30th was up at an annualized pace of 4.1%. Yeah, and... The jobs report came in pretty well on Friday, so in case you were wondering, the odds of the Fed raising rates again in September is now a mere 93.6%. A virtual certainty, which will push up the rate on home equity lines or credit and credit cards because those are tied to the prime rate. Yep, and it's already at 66% odds that they'll raise it that second time before the end of the year. So that's a nice way of saying the prime rate come Christmas is going to be at about five and a half percent, Mm -hmm, because we're currently at five, going
0: to five and a quarter in September. I recorded a commercial this week that you'll hear airing starting today called Last Call. I don't know if you did you read the copy on that? Oh, I kind of liked it. I'll go read it right now. Well, because I hearken back to the days when I was putting myself through college and playing in a disco band. And so when it came to Last Call and then getting the people out of the bar, we played at one particular bar that was aggressive. They would turn on floodlights and sound a siren. To give people, get people, uh, so I'm not going that far with my last call for mortgage refinancing. You know, I'm not going to put a siren on, but I am saying, you know, there's no reason to wait. We're kind of this living is goldilocks in this, right here, yeah. Because thirty-year fixed, fifteen-year fixed rates are lower than the prime rate. This yeah. is unnatural, right? And so, why wait for the long-term rates to finally break out of this kind of nice holding pattern we've been in for about two months now? We're lower now in terms of mortgage rates than we were in, like, May, right? Wasn't that the run-up? We kind of had a little run-up in May. So they've come back down a little bit. Why not take advantage of that, you know, while you still can? All right, when we come back after this, we're going to talk about whether or not you should make a large down payment or maybe a smaller one, and then a little bit about what I'm calling mortgage etiquette when we come back.
2: And the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert
1: on WTMJ.
2: And Brian and David, we're going to wrap up this segment by touching a bit on etiquette, right?
0: A little bit on etiquette, a little bit on uh, down payment. uh, During the break, I just jumped on BMO Harris Bank's uh, website, um, which is a registered trademark of, guess what, BMO Harris Bank. And on a $200,000 Wisconsin refinance with 25% equity and all the other right stuff for that same 4.625 rate that David was just talking about, their total costs, which include an $850 underwriting fee, $1,250 in discount points, everything else that David's quoting $1,100 for at Acunet, they're just charging $3,767. So all you BMO Harris bank customers, you know, if you want to help their stock price go up, maybe you want to get your mortgage there. Uh, but I think the good old folks here at Acumen Mortgage, we probably save you some money. Um, so that's that's what we talk about: lower closing costs for the same rate as your bank. You know, I always say that our closing costs are typically one to three thousand dollars less. Well, we're there not you kidding. have it. We're not kidding. Um, when it comes to etiquette, though, you know, I was had a situation this week where the home buyer. Um, had gotten started with some other lender, but uh, for some reason said, hey, I'm going to get a quote from Acuna. Oh, because they met somebody at a wedding that knew us, and they said, you got to call these guys. So we literally smoked that other lender by showing them uh, a transaction where we could save them $126 a month uh, compared to what they had gotten a quote on. Wow. And the guy was all excited about that. But then he calls up yesterday or sends an email that says, oh, I showed that quote to my first lender, and he matched it, so I'm going to stick with them. I think that is not good mortgage etiquette to reward the lender who didn't give you a quote and good, decent competitive quote in the first place. Then you show them our quote and then all they do is match it or whatever and he's like, okay, now I'm going to go with that first guy who sort of, you know, abused me with a bad quote initially.
3: Hmm.
0: That's not good etiquette. You know, there's etiquette in lots of things like in golf, you know, you don't walk in somebody's line on the putting surface. Okay. You should, it's just nice etiquette. Okay. Do you have anything to say about that? We're going
3: to be the good guys. Yeah. We're going to put our best foot we, forward yeah, the first time. We we are going to continue to do the hard work to be the good guys and gals who were we we don't ask for someone else's quote before we put our best foot forward. That's right. I, yeah. All right. So just how it goes.
0: Disappoint. I hope he comes back. I kind of sent him a nice email saying, don't you think I don't think that person deserves your business yeah. when we were the forthright people who anyway, we'll see what happens on that. Um. Before we talk about that down payment situation, just looking back to 1999 when we opened our doors, uh, so this was Acuna's 19th birthday this past week, and so we're looking back at some interesting information. David, you just looked at what was the interest rate instead of 4.625
3: oh. with $1,100 back in 1999, yeah, the latter part of July, a cool 7.7 percent with a full point.
0: Oh yeah, if you wanted to pay 7.7%. a
3: point, 7.7 percent. Nice, nice.
0: Seems like a good time to open up a mortgage company, yeah. and uh, the median sales price we were just talking about in Milwaukee is about two hundred and forty thousand dollars in mm-hmm. the five county Milwaukee area. It was only one hundred and thirty-two thousand hmm. dollars when we opened our doors nineteen years ago. Gas was a dollar twenty a gallon. Um, instead of now, what is it for gas? Uh, three I bucks? never look. I don't know. Because it is what it is, it's three bucks Because I, I need it. Yeah. And then the other thing that I just looked up was the size of the United States economy. All right. So right now, uh, Mark and David, the size of the United States economy called gross domestic product is 19. 0.5 trillion Don't dollars. forget the 0.5, because that's forget. 500 billion. That's 500 billion. 19.5 trillion as of 2017. What do you reckon it was when we started uh, in 1999, David? 10. 10 trillion. 10, 10. OK. Mark, you want to just hazard a crazy guess?
2: Uh, I, w- I would agree with David. I would agree with David. Uh, All right, well,
0: with 9.3. Oh, come on. So yeah, not bad. So we have doubled. The economy has doubled. Okay. By the way, we had three employees in uh, and and darker hair and no ball spot. There you go. Yeah, you saw that picture. And now we got 34, sure. 34, employees, something like that. So so it's life is good. Um, all right. So it, in terms of putting down a, a bigger or smaller down payment, I I was at a closing because I happened to help these people with their financing. I think it was on Monday. In fact, I, I know it was on Monday. And they had started out wanting to put 20% down, but it was new construction. And um, they had gone to a local credit union, um, and they were struggling with, ah, geez, you know, we got to put in a yard
3: mm, that and, costs money
0: and finish the basement. And so and they didn't really want to pay monthly PMI to put less than 20% down. So I showed them a scenario where with 15% down, we could give them that loan that on that purchase price freed up about $25,000. Liquid, liquid that they didn't have to then come to the closing table with and they were selling their home. So literally they, they, you know, had this extra money. And so we could do that, um, 85 or 15% down with no monthly PMI. Uh, and they're thrilled, absolutely thrilled with that. So we, that's an example of putting less down, why to free up money and David, you have an example. Uh, let's quote an APR. Didn't you have that up? I do. Okay, for four point six two five, or no, what was
3: your no monthly PMI? The no monthly was four point seven eight APR on just fifteen percent down. You keep twelve thousand dollars in your pocket on the median home uh, price. Okay, so if we're talking, we're switching gears from my example to a
0: theoretical example of the median sales price of two forty. Right. If instead of putting 20% down, you put 15% down, you keep an extra $12,000 in your pocket and your payment goes up? $63. $63. I did the math on that and it's 190 payments before you get that back. All right. So that's all the time we've got for today. Uh, We would love to help you or your grandchild or son or daughter become a homeowner or if you haven't thought about refinancing and you've got any variable rate debt, just click on the blue button at Acunet.com and we'll get you taken care of.
2: We'll see you again here next week, Mark. Thanks All a lot. right. Congratulations on your 19th year, guys. That, that is fantastic. Thank you. Uh, WTMJ Conversations, coming up with uh, Don Smiley from Summerfest at uh, 1107 and Brewers Baseball at 1235 on WTMJ.
0: The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accident Mortgage and Accident Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.